What's up, everybody? This is Mike, the Developing Dad, coming to you with another reflection on the Proverbs. It is April 21st, 2020, and we're going to be in Proverbs 21, verse 3, and it reads, To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to Yahweh than sacrifice. All right, so we've got another proverb to work through, and this one is going to be a doozy. Uh, So the question should be asked here, it, it may sound like God does not want sacrifices, and that may be a question that's raised in your mind. Does God not want sacrifices? Well, no, actually he does. During this time period when this was penned by Solomon, God desired sacrifices. He commanded them. If you read the book of Leviticus, you see uh, dove for sin offering, grain offerings, uh, bulls, uh, rams, goats, lambs. All of these animals were being sacrificed. You had, you know, birds being sacrificed. God commanded the Israelites to sacrifice to him because without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. Uh, and then the life of the flesh is in his blood. And there needed to be a recompense and uh, for the sins of the Israelites. So when they committed sin, they were in the presence of God. The tabernacle was there. God could not be in the presence of sin. Blood had to be shed for their sin. So God desires sacrifices. What is more acceptable, however, to God? And let's take a look at this before we move into that point. God does not want hypocritical sacrifices. Okay, that's what God does not desire. Let's take a look at uh, Isaiah chapter one, uh, verses 11 through 17 here. What is what to me is the multitude of your sacrifices, says Yahweh. I have had enough of your burnt offerings of rams and the fat of well-fed beasts. I do, I do not delight in the blood of bulls or of lambs or of goats. When you come to appear before me, who has required of you this trampling of my courts? Bring no more vain offerings. Incense is an abomination to me. New moon and Sabbath and the calling of convocations. I cannot endure iniquity and solemn assembly. Your new moons and your appointed feasts my soul hates. They have become a burden to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you spread out your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Even though you make many prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. Wash yourselves. Make yourselves clean. Remove the evil of your deeds from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Correct oppression. Bring justice to the fatherless. Plead the widow's cause. So the Israelites were not doing these things. They were uh, proclaiming the name of God while worshiping um, false gods. They were shedding blood. They were not taking care of the widows. They were not taking care of the orphans. They were were not pleading their causes. Um, These people were being uh, marginalized and uh, dismissed as unnecessary of God's benevolence and his kindness when God had plainly told them to take care of their brothers and sisters. And the Israelites were not doing it. Okay, and they were still offering sacrifices as if God was with them. And he's telling them, I hate all of this stuff. He does not want God does not want hypocritical sacrifices. But what does he want? Well, God tells us exactly what he wants. And we're going to look at that. First uh, Samuel chapter 15, verse 22, it says, And Samuel said, Has Yahweh had has Yahweh as great delight in burnt sacrifices? burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of Yahweh behold to obey is better 
than sacrifice and to listen than the fat of rams. And that just speaks right back to the verse that we were talking about. To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to Yahweh than sacrifice. Yes, God wants, he wanted their sacrifices then, but he wanted them to do, to also obey his voice, to do righteousness and justice. It is important that we make that distinction. Yes, the sacrifices were necessary, but if you're not walking out your faith, we talked about that a little bit this morning. If you're not, uh, yesterday, if you're not obeying the voice of God, your sacrifices are pointless to him. Your proclamation, uh, your, your religious exercises are of no importance. All right. They, they are they are worthless, vain repetition. If you're not doing righteousness and justice. OK, uh, we even pick this up in Hosea for I, Hosea chapter six, verse six. For I desire steadfast love and not sacrifice and the knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. How do we know God? The scriptures. How do we practice steadfast love? Love your love your what is it? Uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. This is the law. This fulfilling of the law, the law of God. We have to go back to the law to understand what it means to to walk step to to steadfast love uh, love one another steadfastly. These are the things that God has required of us. Okay, so what is this obedience? What does this obedience look like? Uh, we get to get a very famous verse that's being thrown about a lot these days. Micah chapter six, uh, verses seven and eight. Will Yahweh be pleased with thousands of rams, with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He has told you, O man, what is good, and what does Yahweh require of you but to do justice? and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. The law. That's, that's basically the law. To do justice. How do you do justice? Practice the law of God. How do you love kindness? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Right? That's the law. To walk humbly with your God. And we're going to see that in a little bit. To walk humbly with your God. What that means. But these are the things that God requires of us. This is obedience. He wants us to obey. And we can't do it in some, you know, touchy-feely emotionalism. Uh, for, you know, we don't forget the law of God. The law of God is our anchor. That's how we know we are loving rightly when we are walking according to the scriptures. We don't use any other worldview to tell us what that looks like. We follow what the scriptures say. We look at the definitions here. Okay. Uh, but what does it mean to walk humbly with your God? To be to be humble before him. I'm going to look at the perfect example of contrition and humility uh, besides Christ. But we're talking about in the Old Testament. But the, this is an example. We're talking about David and Solomon. The, the scriptures being here placed before us is David has just been caught in his sin. Um, the prophet Nathan has called him out. Right. And he, and he, he pins this after he has been uh, caught in his sin. And he tells God, he said, behold, you delight in truth in the inward being. And you teach me wisdom in the secret part, secret heart, for you will not delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You will not be pleased with the burnt with the burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. O God, you will not despise one who is broken, one who is contrite. He will walk humbly with God, because he has nothing else in himself that is worthy. He knows that. So he walks in contrition. He will walk humbly because he knows that what he has is not his own. 
okay so we understand that and then we go back go to the ultimate sacrifice and i'm going to uh, close this one up and try to get it done in eight minutes but we know that the, the levitical priesthood was re was re doing a sacrifice every year the day of, day of atonement yom kippur leviticus 16 uh for the sins of the nation they were uh, sacrificing to God for the sins of the nation. But we have a better sacrifice. Hebrews chapter 10 tells us that Christ is our better sacrifice. Okay? Uh, Hebrews chapter 10 verse 5. Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings you have kept, you have taken no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God, as it is written of me in the scroll of the book. When ye said above, you have neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings. These are offered according to the law. And th then he added, Behold, I have come to do your will. He does away with the first in order to establish the second. And by that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest stands daily at his service, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. Come on, praise God for that. Waiting from that time until his enemies should be made a footstool for his feet. For by a single offering, he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. And the Holy Spirit also bears witness to us for after saying, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, declares Yahweh. I will put my laws on their hearts and write them on their on their minds. Then he adds, I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more. Where there is forgiveness of these, there is no longer any sacrifice for sin. That is the great work of Jesus Christ. Christ uh, has, has, died, has given his body once for all. He's the once for all sacrifice so that when we call on him, we repent and believe we trust in him. All of our sins are forgiven. There's no more sacrifice necessary. He has perfectly obeyed the law of God. His obedience is transferred to us. He did what we could not do. Call upon him today. Repent and believe. You don't know when you, what when you, what day will be your last. Repent. Trust in him today. I know this one went, went, went a little bit long, but this was a very weighty topic. The sacrifices of God. We want to understand that righteousness and justice are the most important things Christ fulfill the law perfectly so that we don't have to because we are guilty we will stand before god without christ on the last day with no hope christ gives us a hope trust in him today bid you grace and peace see y'all on the next one